Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognize the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello. Hello. We are in the same state. We are in the same state, the same time zone. Oh How gosh, amazing what, is that? You know what's funny? Okay, audience, listen. I listen. um I love you, Lil, but Lil's different to me in that she gets up quite a lot later in the day. <laughs> Um, and not in the day, maybe in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the morning. Um, however, um, the the reason why I say that is because this morning I got a message from Lil at like seven a.m. and I was thinking, holy fuck, Lily's up at five a.m. because she's <laughs> up. And I was like, I honestly thought about it while I was doing my Pilates for like five minutes. I was like, I wonder why Lily's up at 5 a.m. Like, and then you said you were in Brisbane or whatever. I was like, ew, 7 a.m. Okay, you don't impress me that yeah, much. Yeah, you would never <laughs> catch me up at 5 a.m. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, are you something wrong? Like genuinely thought something was like, something's up. Something's gone on for you to be at 5 a.m. Anyway. Well, that's when you know something is up. If I'm messaging yeah. you at literal 5 a.m., something's wrong. <laughs> or if I'm messaging you past 8 p.m., something's yes. up. Oh, something is, you're like lying awake, stressing. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Lil being back in Brisbane and in yeah. five days. Um, and then what's going on in my world. But before we do, we'll talk about our best and worst and we'll talk about our quote. So Lil, yeah. go first. Okay. So my quote is, it's a little bit lame, but there's there's reasoning behind it. So let me explain. Okay. So it says, some of you don't even realize how you light up rooms, shift, shift atmospheres, and carry inspiration just by being you. And that sounds very Tumblr, but it's something that <laughs> on my mind a lot, but recently, because 
just being, I guess, in my line of work, but also just in everyday life with friends and things, it is wild how differently we see ourselves as opposed to how others see us. And I see, you know, so many incredible women that don't see it in themselves and they don't realise how fantastic they are or how much they light up the room and all these incredible things and it makes me so sad. Um, And I think, like, if I had one goal with what I do is to, like, get people to realise that. Um, But it is is just such a, a hard thing to see when people just, they don't see it. They don't see what's there and they're so fucking fantastic but they don't see it. Um, mm. and it's also women, um, as well, obviously, um, mm. mostly women, but like, I, I think we think about the Barbie movie, right? If anyone's seen the Barbie mm-hmm. movie, like <laughs> you, women are so suppressed, um, and seen as inferior and naturally we take that on as our identity. Mm. So, um, I think mm. it's a really point and I agree, like far out the women I see, I'm like, you're amazing. And like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, you're so fucking cool. Yeah, I love you. I'll be fine I can't <laughs> <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> What's well, your quote? So <clears throat> my quote um and has relevance to my um feelings right now is it's mm. okay to be sad after making the right decision. Mm. I have nothing to say except for it's true. Um and I think mm-hmm. that oftentimes, I guess to expand on it, we f- we f- we we use our feelings as a, how would you say, like a, um, as, as facts as to what's actually going on in our external world and what, you know, for example, if we feel sad about making a decision that was actually good for us, we assume that sad is a really great indicator as to whether it was right or wrong decision. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. And sometimes we might not be joyful straight away when we make the right decision or the wrong decision, et cetera. And mm-hmm. it's really important not to use that as, you know, hard and fast um, uh, evidence as to whether something's right or wrong. Mm. So I thought that was really nice. Mm. And I like that a lot because often the right decisions don't feel no good or nice. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. I just feel like uncomfortable or whatever. Mm. And I'm sure you can relate to that little with the going away around Australia like I'm sure that there was mm. elements where you weren't fucking stoked about it or you weren't like I'm so excited like mm-hmm. there may have been elements where you're like oh is this the right decision like I feel mm-hmm. yucky right now so mm-hmm. and it yeah. was the best of your life a hundred a hundred percent and it's so interesting as you get older and have to make more decisions mm-hmm. decisions are really really hard to make like, yeah. do we talk about this enough? <laughs> like, we don't. Are really hard to make. Do fucking episode on this because do you know what I think the reason is because mm. as you get older, you have more decisions than your say I don't mm-hmm. know fucking handbag. Um, yeah. you have more decisions, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you've seen the effects of them, be that positive, be that negative, and so mm-hmm. naturally become more reserved because you know that there's actually an output to it. Like you know that there's yeah. a result. And, it feels uh, like a big stake, like there's like yeah. this big stake here. Yeah, like this could turn my whole life upside down <laughs> back to 180. It's like, yeah, it could because it has happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I don't know, like it's just the way it goes, right? And it could also turn your life into a completely different but incredible way. Mm-hmm. Mm, 100%. I always return to this quote that I read one time where it's like, we always assume that the universe will reward us for one decision and punish us for another, but it doesn't work like that. You make the decision and then, you know, the universe kind of works around that and like it changes your path, but that's that's yeah. like not a bad thing. It's okay. Yeah, mm. as long as it's like aligns with mm-hmm. you at that point in time, then it's the right decision. Mm-hmm. 100%. And otherwise it will just be a lesson. Exactly. Which sucks. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, well, we have to stop talking. We haven't even gone to our best and worst. Um, okay. My best and my worst. I feel like I'll say my best first because my worst kind of comes into play with Fraser's just watching me talk. <laughs> literally, this is so creepy. Fraser is standing in the corner of the room watching me do this podcast. Fraser, he's probably like, I have fucking attachment issues now because I haven't been outside of a- Yeah, we haven't been in a bed. Yeah, we're in a house bigger than a bed. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, I can't smell her. That's so good. Um, my best. I'll go with my best first because I feel like my worst is kind of what I want to talk about in this episode. So my best is, well, I just met my sister's new puppy and that was kind of like the best thing ever. Um, That was really, really I've been looking forward to it for weeks and weeks and weeks, so that was so nice. Um, But also I think the weekend that Fraser and I had, like our last weekend on the road, which was really special, and the whole time I was thinking I need to, like, remember this and, like, be be grateful for these moments because, you know, we're not going to really have them, you know, on the road again and we might but not for a very long time. So try to, like, take in those good moments. And then my worst, um, just a little bit of a mentee B, which we'll get into um, around coming back and, yeah, around, I guess, our relationship and how when we were back here, you know, it wasn't the best that it's ever been, like right before we left for our trip a year ago. So kind of coming back is like just like a bit of like, I'm, I'm I'm nervous. I'm really, really nervous. Um, and so I had a little bit of a mentee about that, um, but I'm sure we'll get into that. For sure. Yeah, we will. Oh, yeah. Um, what's your? What's mine? So I'll do my worst as well later um, when we get yeah. into the episode, but my best was definitely my best was I mm, I actually don't know. <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. um, actually, you know what? I do know. That's such a lie. Okay. I had a, I've been doing some school visits around sunny coast mm-hmm. area recently. And um, one mm-hmm. of my best moments in the whole presentation I did yesterday was actually when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> and it sounds fucking weird. It was weak. a really good wee? Yeah. It was a really great wee. Like, I felt <laughs> really empty. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so... The reason why it was such an incredible moment is because I walked in there and the bathrooms were all gender neutral. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like there was no girls, no boys, they're just gender neutral. And mm-hmm. there was no mirrors. 
what? Yeah. And I literally, because I went past the mirror, I was like, where the fuck's the mirrors? And I hit me. I was like, that's intentional. How cool. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, St. Therese Catholic College. Amazing, what? right? For a Catholic college, not to have mirrors and not to have a gender-specific bathroom. That is really, really cool. I mm. love that. Yeah. Oh, good on them. That is amazing. I, I love it. I'm really um, surprised by that, but that is so freaking cool. I, I think so, and I, I just I feel like I just have so much hope now. Like, oh, my gosh, like I know there's there a lot of schools that aren't, yes. you know, for that stuff, but the fact that there are some, I'm like, okay, this is positive. Mm. Um, so that was my mm. best thing. And Lovely. we'll go on to our worst soon. Should we? Do we have any? Just fucking get into it. Let's just fucking get into it. <laughs> All right. Who wants to start? Um, I'll start because I've kind of already started. Okay, sweet. Go for it. Yeah. So I had been feeling like this sort of build up of anxiety. I think, and I'm very aware of when I feel anxiety in my body, and for me it's not it's anxiety for me does not come in like thoughts it's more real feelings and I think for a lot of people it does which is why like I think a lot of people don't realize that what they're feeling is anxiety or not you know necessarily um normal because there's there's no actual like cognitive thoughts there so for me I was just like feeling it for a couple days and I was kind of able to link that you know, before we've, because we've done a few trips back home, before we've done each trip back home, I've felt a bit just tense and anxious and like that yucky feeling. And so I was kind of able to link, okay, maybe, maybe I'm, you know, a little bit nervous about going back. And then as one of the days we were on a walk and I was just like, I just just cried because I was just like, I am, I think feeling really nervous about going back home, getting, you know, back into a routine, back into real life. And, you know, before we left for our trip, that was when things were, you know, very on the rocks and and not great. And now I feel like we've built up our relationship to this really special place and we feel I think so much more sure of our relationship and each other and both of us have changed in so many ways and woohoo. But I'm like, fuck, what if it happens again? And I am nervous about it. I'm genuinely nervous about it. And I think it just got on top of me where I just felt like just so sad because I I really, I, I don't want that to happen again. And I think, like, I feel, like, I genuinely feel really, really fine about it now. I think it was just, like, a moment of, oh, my God, that was such a hard time of my life. Like, I don't think I can do that again. Like, that was really, really hard. And it's it's more for me, like, say, you know, something did happen with, with Fraser and I, like, I I would be so upset and, and everything. I know I would be fine eventually. I'm more fearful of feeling that way again. It's like 
fearful of those feelings and that heartbreak and having to go through that. I'm like, I just fucking don't want to. And it's just that's kind of like anxiety, right? It just builds up and builds up and builds up. You think about all these things that could happen that don't even seem like a likely thing to happen. Like I genuinely don't think that will happen. But it's like, yeah, but what if? Yeah. Mm. And I, I think that um, and something that I remind even my clients of when they think, oh, you know, what if I do this? Because last time mm. this happened and, you know, this is sort of my interpretation is you just said like you're completely different people with completely different mindsets and your commitment to your relationship is far beyond what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so even though you're in the same situation as you were a year ago in terms of you're both back in sunny coast or whatever, mm-hmm. you've got completely different, you know, you're in like in completely different worlds now. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to remind yourself of that because like, yeah, mm-hmm. it might be similar in some aspects, it's fucking worlds apart in others. Yeah. Yeah. And a hundred percent. It's it's so different and I think it's really interesting to notice how our minds attach onto like places mm-hmm. and smells and things that remind us of hard times because they're like, hey, remember, like you were really, really sad and like let's – not have that happen again I'll need to really protect you and make you feel so sad or so stressed that that never happens again and like all this bullshit that just goes on with anxiety and it attaches on to yeah places and things and people and where in reality like the Sunshine Coast it's my home it's where my family is it's where like I've had like the best memories of my life and it's so special to me but I think it's just you know, there's a bit of, there's just a bit of yeah, trauma there. Yeah, 100% mm. the last time you were here, you were experiencing pretty fucking shit things mm. and your body, like, you know, it keeps the score and yep. the cells, you know, they keep the score. Um, mm. And yeah. that's unfortunately, like, it's very hard to work through that except for just re-kind of rewiring the way that you see this place again. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it, right? It's like making new memories and, yeah, rewiring it, making our life the life that we want to live and we do have control over that and I'm I'm hyper aware of that and I'm excited. Like I am excited about it too and it's so funny when whenever you have kind of like anxiety and, you know, all these feelings, it's like you have the anxiety but there's also you know, there's excitement there and there's like a feeling of this is going to be really good. And and I think all of those feelings can coexist at the same time. But sometimes that anxiety is like the stronger pull and it's hard to get away from it. But I think what really helped me was obviously talking to phrase about it. Like that is, you know, yes, yeah, so, so important and really, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Really getting that out there and, and talking about it, but also just kind of like feeling like, well, like if that happens, I am okay. And yes, it was really hard, but like I, you can do hard things. And just because it's hard doesn't mean that it's not doable. It is doable. And at the end of the day, everything really is okay. And just kind of reminding myself of that. But and it really only lasted sort of like a couple days, I reckon. Well, the Mendy B probably lasted like an hour. Um, and then, you know, that that kind of like build up of feelings probably a couple days. Um, and I just think it's kind of like any change is just a bit scary. At least for me, I've just always felt like change is, is a bit scary, but I really try and lean into it as much as I can these days because, I just know that's where all the growth happens and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't want to grow today. Fuck off. <laughs> yes. Just let me be. <laughs> it's so, um, yeah. And, and you know what you've, you've shown there is like, firstly, that, you know what, worst comes to worst, it happens. Yeah. But like you still have the tools and you're still prepared for it because you've yeah. done it before and you'll do it again. The other thing as well is to know that the what's going on right now and your thoughts and things like they're probably quite late because of the change as well that's happening mm. in the world outside of just going back home and having a situation that's different with you and phrase like that also can be huge in terms of you know your anxiety being layered and it having mm-hmm. a much more intense effect and then mm. as well like you're back in a place that has historically been quite intense emotionally. So your body is trying to protect you, but you're in a completely different frame of mind now and your relationship's completely different than what it used mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. So the evidence there is pretty fucking low. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And sometimes you do have to actually like weigh up the evidence, right? Like you have to get logical about something because it's something that's like so illogical. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah your mind, your body, it just fucking remembers and it it gets triggered but I think being aware of those triggers is super important because I could just let this like really just sabotage everything like fully just let it like take over and and go back to how it was and everything but I think that awareness is like no like that's that's not what you want and and that's not what you're gonna do so yeah, I just always think being aware of your triggers is so important. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think so. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm here now for you. I know I'm so happy. You're so on the Sunday Coast. I'm so excited. 
we'll be best friends forever. Yeah. I'm going to walk me through what's going on for you. Thank you for sharing, Lil. Um, yeah. Do we share too much? Do people like this? I think we'll find out. I think this is not. Tell us. I mean, everyone, let us know. Um, so what am I saying? Okay, so I'm having a my mentee B. I wouldn't say it's like a a, a a moment. Um, it's more of a slow burn that's been happening mm-hmm. recently. With I guess at the moment with the life I'm living right now, I I love it. I love it. Like I genuinely don't know where else I'd be in my life right now except for where I am right now and in doing what I'm doing. Um, however, I feel like recently I've had to grieve a lot of past life stuff. Mm. be that friendships um because of the distance or because of now conflicting morals um mm. past life things in terms of you know like when i say past life i mean like four i know ago. do you mean it sounds like you mean like sorry, a past sorry. Life. but no but genuinely i feel like i've fucking died and being reborn again like yeah. that's how i feel because i feel like i'm making all these new connections and I've had to sort of grieve some connections that were really close and now naturally because of distance or conflicting yeah. morals have been kind of uh, diluted, if you will. And yeah. it's beautiful, but it is a change and it's something that because I don't know what the future holds in terms of I don't know where I'm going to be in four months, I don't know where I'm going to leave ever, I don't know where I'm going to settle down, I don't know any of this stuff. So I'm kind of like in this transitional limbo period where I'm like, see ya to some people and some elements of my past life and then mm. like get out to like other elements that I don't know how long they'll be here for it, 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 it's a weird weird space to be in um mm. and I think that's where I'm sitting right now is like the the unknown however I'm okay with that um mm. but I think because I uh because I put so much uh energy into friendships and stuff um that's I think one of the biggest things I'm grieving is just this mm-hmm. I know that obviously I can still be friends with people and stuff but it's like I'm never going to be living in this you know yeah. that say Sydney again I'm never going to be able to go for morning walks it's like that actually was a huge part of my life and yeah. I know that, that means there's going to be other parts of my life now that's going to be complemented by that loss but it's like oh yeah <laughs> of course it is and that's so hard when you do you I've never even really thought about this. Like you build a life somewhere, like fully yeah. build a life, you build your friends. And then when you move locations, yeah. like, yeah, they're still your friends. Of course they're still your friends, but everything sort of changes from there and you, it is like a whole rebuilding of, mm, that's, yeah. yeah, I think that's so normal that you feel that way because it's really hard. I think that, um, I, I mean, I, I built a life in, say, I was living in Melbourne, Tasmania, then I moved to Melbourne, built a life there, moved to Sydney, built a life there. So it's not like it's mm-hmm. foreign to me to rebuild a life. Mm-hmm. However, it's exhausting and mm-hmm. it comes with a lot of grief because it means you have to somewhat let go of your old life. Um, and I think that recently with something that's come up in my personal life and having to let go of some friends mm-hmm. based off conflicting morals, it's like, I I think it's come to my the forefront of my mind where it's like mm. this is a change and I I have to accept that that's um, something that I have to let go of and something that I used to love so much in that life that I lived like it's something that I've had mm. to let go of. However, 
something that I've learned from you, Leo, is the the power of gratitude um, mm. and how, yes, okay, that's sad and I've had to let go of these people or these places or whatever, but that means that, you know, I get to grow a new life somewhere and I get yeah. to make new friends and I, you know, we can go for our 5.30 walks in the morning. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to have to make a different friend for that, but I will be there at like 7. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Nah. Um, but you know, so I've got you know, it opens yeah. doors to other people and other things, and so I'm trying mm-hmm. to really harness that and to be like, how exciting and how how awesome is it that I can grow and build a life somewhere that I can literally choose where it is. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. And it is, it is really exciting. And I guess it is all about the way that you look at things. But I think it is also rec- yeah, recognizing that it is sad you know, to lose a friend or to lose people or, you know, grieve a place. Like it is almost like losing a part of you for a bit, you know, and that can feel really heavy. But I feel like you're approaching it in such a great way with so much positivity and hope, whereas you could easily choose something different like a a much more negative outlook on it but I think and I I think at the end of the day like wherever you are you're always going to make it work like you're always going to make friends wherever you are because you're always going to put that effort into doing that and you're always going to make the best of your life wherever you are because that's just who you are and what you do and I don't think that's easy for everyone. It's I would find that tricky and, and exhausting, you know, because that's it's a lot of effort. <laughs> it's a lot of effort and it's exhausting. But I feel like if anyone is going to do that, like you're the perfect person for the job because you can do it and you have that sort of energy and you have like just a great resilience within you. So. So nice. Aww. Pleasure, it's all true is the thing like it really is all true so nice. and I think, yeah so i think that um something as well that i have learned and might share with everyone hmm. um so when um when i think about say when shit things happen for example you lose a friend there's a friendship breakdown breakdown um you go through a divorce you go through a breakup with your partner you lose a job, whatever, like something that I have recognized that has been a very powerful tool in that not affecting you significantly. And when I say significantly, I mean like, you know, huge catastrophic Mm. amounts is to have things within your life in addition to that thing. So Mm -hmm. making your life multidimensional. And what I mean by that is if you, for example, have a boyfriend and that's your entire life, Mm. when that person leaves or if they leave, that's mm-hmm. going to ruin your entire life. Mm. If, for example, you have a job that's your entire life, when you leave that job or when you lose that job, then your entire life becomes, you know, like redundant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, there might be things that are going on that I'm losing and grieving and whatever, but I have so many things in my life. Mm. And it's like, it's okay. Like, it's okay because look 
Like, this is so mm. great. This is what I'm doing for fucking work. And this is what I'm doing for friends. And this is what I'm doing for Ziggy or whatever. It's like, there's so many other layers to my life than just mm-hmm. this one layer where it, so it doesn't affect me anymore as much as maybe it would have four years ago when mm. I didn't have as many things that fulfills every dimension of my well-being. Mm. God, I think that's such an important point. Having a multi-dimensional life, that is everything because if you put all of your eggs in one basket, then you're just setting yourself up for so much unhappiness. Yeah. But, yeah, if you spread your joy around in, in multiple things, then, yeah, you, you're less likely to, like, hit the ground so hard when something gets taken away. And, like, the fact is, like, nothing is permanent in life. Like nothing is. And so things are inevitably going to get taken away from us. And we kind of, in an empowering way and not an anxious way, have to set ourselves up to to be okay. And, yeah, I think that is exactly your point, having so many layers to your life that add something that's, like, really important. Yeah. Hmm. I really like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I learned that last year when I went through my fucking breakup, but mm. it just, you know, it just goes to show you that like now there's stuff that happens and I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's not like I'm, you know, neutral with everything and I'm just like, oh, nothing affects me. Like fucking oath. Like I cry a lot and whatever. I need to process things. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, emotionless anymore, but mm-hmm when you have these safety nets to fall back on and things that give you joy outside of this particular event or person or whatever, it's like, okay. Yep. It's okay. Yep. I'm just changing into these things. Mm. I'm going to process this and change my focus. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's, I love that. I just love it. It sounds like you are going through what you're going through in just like a really very healthy way, very proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, really, really proud of you. Really proud of um, you. I actually think I am really proud of myself without saying Yeah. I actually think I am. Mm. I think that's so good. And I think I know, like, you've helped me, of course, like, fuck, and my therapist and my friends around me and Ziggy, you know, we have conversations every night. (laughs) What does he say? He just says, you know, like, just that I'm sick. <laughs> he just he just backs me every single day. Oh, so special. God bless his soul. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I am proud of myself too. Um, and it hasn't been easy, but yeah. you know, you yeah. know, you know. Do we have anything else to say? <laughs> this episode has been very. Uh, Probably a bit venty, but Alex and I haven't spoken to each other in a while, like a, like really solidly for like a week. Yeah. So we needed That's to chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But it's actually so nice to vent sometimes and to just say yeah. how you're feeling. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, I joke about saying, oh, my gosh, do we share too much? But I think whenever I hear someone sharing, I'm just like, I just feel so 
validated, I feel. And so just not alone and whether or not you're experiencing the same things that we're experiencing or just very, very different, you're just not alone in, in anything because everyone's going through something, even if they've seems like they're not or that their life is just like fucking dandy like everyone's got something and I think it is important you know not that everyone needs to share all the time what they're going through like fuck that's a lot but sharing what you are going through with you know a friend or to hundreds of people on a podcast um whatever it is I think it's just so important and it's always worth it a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah I don't think we share too much I mean you know whatever that's why we're here isn't it yep share the shit that no one else fucking shares yep yep I think so but sorry for the um short episode has this been short I don't know no I don't I don't think so Mm. I think it's been relatively moderate in length oh well then I take my apology back <laughs> um okay well well guys well guys we'll see you guys in we won't see you you'll listen to us oh scrap that um you'll listen to us we're gonna have some epic content on our instagram soon because lily and i are in the same vicinity so we'll like create yeah. some stuff and like be cool mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. however if you have any um what's the word uh um episode ideas yes um let us know because we're more than welcome to share what we have opinions on in terms of your episode wow okay i'm so sorry what are you actually saying (laughs) what i don't know i don't know i have been talking since 8 a.m okay now 6 30 p.m at night i think what alice is trying to say is if you have any episode requests please send them in because we would absolutely love to hear from you (laughs) that's so good thank you so much um, for taking the reins there. I appreciate that. Um, yes. And also, if you have any reviews, please review. Positive only. <laughs> any reviews, please review. <laughs> I shall leave now and depart. Oh, my gosh. Thank you all so much Bye. for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. We won't see them. Okay. Oh, we won't see. You'll hear us next. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.